friends and grace and peace to you. I am Reverend Beverly Edwards, the Associate Pastor for Pastoral Care of this church, and it is my great pleasure to welcome you to this service from wherever you are. This is Reverend Rebecca's sabbatical time, and so between me and Reverend Floyd, we will be doing the services for the next several weeks, and it is such a pleasure to be with you. No matter who you are, or who you love, or where you come from, or what you believe, you are welcome here in the United Congregational Church of Little Compton. And now, let us worship God. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Rick Floyd, and I am the guest worship leader today, while your pastor, Rebecca Floyd Marshall, who is also my daughter, is on sabbatical. I welcome you to join us for worship wherever you are and whoever you are. You are welcome to join us if your faith is strong, or your faith is weak, or your faith is somewhere in the middle, like many of us. No matter what you look like or who you love, wherever you are on life's journey, you are welcome here at the United Congregational Church of Little Compton, Rhode Island. We're glad you're here. Let us worship God.
Let us pray. O Lord, our God, who gathers us in and sends us out, you are always more ready to bestow your good gifts upon us than we are to seek them. You are more willing to give than we desire or deserve. Help us so to seek that we may truly find, so to ask that we may joyfully receive, so to knock that the door of your mercy may be opened for us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us that when we pray, we should say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Psalm 1-1 through 1-6 Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do, they prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish.
A reading from John 17, verses 6 through 19. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I come from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost except the one destined to be lost, so that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I'm coming to you, and I speak these things in the world so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, so that they may also be sanctified in truth. Here ends the reading. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Last week's text was from the Gospel of John. Jesus said to his disciples, You did not choose me, but I chose you. And in my sermon last week, I spoke about the way Jesus calls us into the church, gathering many very different people together into a congregation. Our text today is also from the Gospel of John. Jesus is praying to God the Father, and he says, Just as you have sent me, I send them. So the church is not only gathered, it is sent. And that is what I want to talk about today, what it means for us as church to be sent. One of the words we use to describe the church means the sent. We call the church apostolic because we share the faith of the apostles who were Jesus' earliest followers. An apostle was the disciple of Jesus who knew him when he was alive. And the Greek word from which we get apostle simply means one who is sent. The church is sent, but sent by whom? By Jesus, as he tells his father, as you have sent me into the world, so I send them into the world. Think of the church as being like a sports team. Jesus gathers us together to be part of his team, the church, and then he sends us into the game, which is the world. 
The image isn't biblical, but I think it works because a team needs to have diversity within unity. It needs cooperation among the players, and it needs spirit to guide and strengthen it, just like the church. Let's take football as our example. On a football team, you have many people carrying out different functions. There's a kicker, a quarterback, the line, the receivers, and then on defense, you have linebackers and safeties. Everybody has a job to do. All the jobs are important. The team cannot thrive without everybody cooperating. And the jobs are not interchangeable. The kicker can't do the tackle's job of keeping the opposing line off the quarterback. And the tackle can't kick, but one isn't more important than the other. It's a team. In much the same way, the church is sent into the world by Jesus to do our part, whatever that might be, to use our particular gift, our role or skill for God's good purposes. One person might be a teacher or a student, another a business person, another a physician or electrician. Each brings to his or her work the values of the church, the community that Jesus sends into the world. So all the members of the team will be honest, fair, and kind, striving to show God's love and mercy in their work. God sends each of us out to do our special calling. The word vocation is rooted in the verb to call. Each of us has a calling. How do we know what it is? Frederick Beekren writes, The place God calls us is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. Vocation doesn't just refer to your occupation, although it does include that, but it is about how you respond to God's call with your whole life. One could be sent into the world to be a volunteer, to work in a soup kitchen or a homeless shelter. Or you might be sent to tutor someone in English or to give blood or deliver meals for Meals on Wheels. Or someone might be sent to serve their community on a committee or work in a community garden. One of the important things that being sent reminds us is that God doesn't gather us as the church for the church's own sake, but so the church can be for the world around it. Your calling may be to take care of a family member or to help a neighbor. There are many ways to which we can be sent from Jesus' team. Just as God the Father sent Jesus into the world to show us his love and mercy and grace, so Jesus sends us into the world to be his witnesses. So we don't just come to church because we like each other, although we do. We are not a club. We are the church, gathered and sent. Amen.
Let us pray. Holy One, draw near to your people and hear our prayers. We give you thanks and praise for all the ways you provide for us. We thank you for the beauty of creation and the wonder of living. We thank you for the love of our family and friends. We thank you for our church and for its mission and ministry and for opportunities for faithful service. We pray for all who are sick, remembering especially all those who have been ill from COVID-19 during this pandemic and all who care for them. We pray for all those who are poor or vulnerable. Today, we pray for the people of India who are facing devastating losses to COVID. We pray for peace and justice in our world. We pray today for Israel, riven by ancestral hatreds that have turned into violence. We pray for justice in our own land, so sorely divided and full of hatred and acrimony. Now I invite the prayers of your hearts during the next few moments of silence. O oh God, you are the healing we need, especially this day. We pray for Thomas, Lisa, and her family, Kate, Linda, Karen, Kay, Dennis, Miles, Lee, Archie, Anne, and Melinda. Gracious God, we pray for all who are in crisis, all who are suffering from trauma, fear, and loss. We pray for all who struggle with mental illness or addiction. We pray for those suffering from loneliness and isolation during this pandemic. We pray for racial justice that our land may work to overcome our long history of racism and bigotry and move toward ever more equality and equity. O oh God, enlarge our hearts to greater compassion. May we listen to the voices of those who are not like us. May we overcome the walls of separation that divide us. O oh God, lead us from fear to faith, from death to life, from falsehood to truth. Lead us from despair to hope, from division to unity. Let your peace fill our hearts, 
our homes, our world, and all of creation. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. And now, as we draw our worship to a close, I want to thank you for participating in this virtual worship experience. If you'd like to support our ministry and give a donation or your offering for the week, you can find the link to give online in our video's YouTube notes. And now, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. listening. If you'd like to learn more about our church, we invite you to connect with us on our website, www.ucclittlecompton.org. If you'd like to support our ministries, you can find a link to our donation page in the show notes for this episode. We also invite you to share this podcast or leave us a rating or review to help others find us. Our virtual worship team is the Reverend Rebecca Floyd Marshall, Senior Minister, Lily Clark, Project Manager, Cam Clark, Video Production, Alex Floyd Marshall, Audio Engineer, and Charlie Thomas, Readings Coordinator. The horn and string music you hear is performed by the Thomas family. In our church, it is our tradition to end every service with this simple blessing. God be with you till we meet again. By God's counsels, guide uphold you. 
with his sheep securely fold you. God be with you till we meet again. Go in peace. Thank you.